0: Another slate of MLB action to break down here, and we have a couple of bets for you on Friday, June the 9th. My name is Steven Andrus, joined by Mo Nawara, our senior MLB betting expert. We're going to break down two bets that Mo has for you today, also a couple of headline games in MLB that we'll break down as well. Mo, we're going to look at the Dodgers and the Phillies game, and also the Astros at the Guardians. How are you, my friend? Rough day yesterday, but still, you know, more than 13 units for the season here, profitable.
1: Yeah, not a great run lately. Um, I think I've had like six straight losing days or something. Um, Hoping to turn it around, but what are you going to do when uh, the Astros play like absolute clowns? Uh, That was really frustrating to watch. Uh, They did everything possible to lose that game, and they were justly rewarded for their efforts. (laughs)
0: Yeah, a circuitous route to a ball in the outfield really cost them in that one. But uh, we'll we'll keep our eyes forward. We won't dwell on the past. This is why we always preach sound bankroll management. Same amount on every one of these MLB games so that over the course of the season, you can be profitable. Mo has employed that strategy, um, and we are sitting more than 13 units profitable right now. As always, you can go to the Discord channel. At the lines.com, top right corner, hit that Discord button, go to the Roll server, click on Mo's name, and you'll get push notifications to your Discord app each and every time he locks in his MLB bets to make sure you're getting the best of the money lines in these games. Also, fantastic MLB discussion going on in there. And if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, let us know what you are betting on on the MLB today on Friday, and also maybe what you're looking at this weekend as well, any futures you might be betting on. Last video yesterday, go take a listen. We talked a little bit about the Texas Rangers. Mo has an article up on the site right now, breaking down the outlook for the Rangers with Jake DeGrom now on the shelf with Tommy John surgery for the second time. But let's get into the card here today for Friday, June the 9th. And Mo, we will start with the Phillies hosting the Dodgers. Michael Grove on the mound for the Dodgers. 0-2 with an 8-1-4 ERA one of our personal favorites over the past couple of years, Ranger Suarez on the mound for the Phillies, off to a bit of a slow start, at least in terms of the surface level statistics, one and two with a 5 4 7 ERA. If we look at the odds for this one across sports books as we record here around lunchtime Eastern time on Friday, really minus 110 both ways. Maybe a couple of, of shops here where the Dodgers have a little extra juice, but pretty evenly matched here in terms of the odds. What do you see here?
1: Yeah, tough tough start for a ranger uh, in terms of his results for sure, but five point forty seven ERA, but I, I think that he'll be fine. Just looking at his peripherals, chase rate, pretty normal, velocity normal, ground balls, pretty normal. So I think he's gonna be fine. Um on the other side, Michael Grove, he's been incredibly unlucky for sure, uh eight one four ERA, like you said, but I, I still think even with some regression he, he still looks below average to me I know that some of his metrics are pretty good his strike plus whiff rate is solid and XERA thinks he's been about average but I just he has a weak chase rate his first strike rate is pretty bad so he's falling behind a lot of guys and I think once he's doing that he's having to throw his fastball a lot and that's where pretty much all the damage is coming against him I think is the fastball has been kind of where uh, opposing hitters have done a lot of a lot of good work against him, he's struggling a lot versus lefties too. And Phillies obviously have some elite ones: Bryce Harper, um, Kyle Schwarber, and, and just a lot of li- a lot of their lineup is hitting lefty in general. So it seems like a good matchup for them against Grove. I think you know it, it's tough to look at the splits in this small of a sample, but when you see his pitch mix. He's pretty fastball and slider heavy and doesn't really have a change up yet. So that makes me think he is going to struggle against lefties going forward. I like the Phillies here. I, I had them a little bit bigger. Well, I shouldn't say favorite. They're not favored. But, you know, like you said, it's close to even money. I had them like more like minus 120. So, yeah, anything minus 110 or better, I think, is pretty good for them.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you here. I like the idea of buying low a little bit. It's not it's not a huge buy low, but you know, a little bit on, on Ranger Suarez here, sub four ERA last year in twenty-nine starts, the year before that in twelve starts after starting the year in the bullpen and ERA under two. You liked all his peripherals uh in those runs. And you know, he's gotten back on track here his last two starts. That ERA we mentioned for this year. A lot of it comes from his first three starts, where he gave up three plus earned runs in each of those starts. But two quality starts back to back here since six and two thirds, two earned against the Mets, and then at Washington, only one earned over seven innings in that start. So uh, I'm with you on this. If I'm betting this one, I like the uh, I like the Phillies, and you are in fact betting this one. Uh, and backing Philadelphia in this one at home in Citizens Bank Park, 7:05 first pitch East Coast time for this one. Uh, five minutes later is the first pitch for the Houston Astros at the Cleveland Guardians. Mo and on the mound we have Christian Javier, seven and one with a 2.84 ERA for the Astros, and for Cleveland Logan Allen, three and two on the year, 2.76 ERA. Back the Astros last night. And a frustrating loss against Toronto. They're back on the road in a new series today against Cleveland. And you like Christian Javier to uh, maybe get the win here, at least to to have his team get the win at the end. Yeah,
1: this is a funny one for me um, because I definitely did not go into this matchup expecting to bet on Houston. Uh, They have a lot of disadvantages in this matchup specifically just because Christian Javier, I've talked about his splits before. He's really really heavy on like handedness splits. Super dominant versus right-handed batters. They can't do anything against him, but lefties do about league average damage against him, if I'm recalling right. Um yeah, it, it's not a bad matchup for Cleveland, but that's why the line is so short. Um also like Cleveland hits a ton of grounders. Javier thrives on weak fly balls, so just a lot of things pointing to Cleveland here. No Jordán Alvarez, and then still, even with all that, I'm still liking the Astros here. I just think the talent disparity is that big that I'm just going to take the discount on 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 Houston. I know the the people in the Discord were giving me uh, <clears throat> giving it to me this morning about my Cleveland opinions. I can't ever win a bet on these Cleveland games, but I have been right about them overall. They haven't been good. Um, And their offense has been terrible when I thought that they were so, so overrated by their results last year. One thing that is good for Javier, though, he is very, very fastball heavy, uh, 60% fastballs almost. And Cleveland is terrible hitting four seamers. So I'm hoping that's good enough for them here. Um, Houston, they haven't hit lefties as hard as they hit them last year but still a 108 WRC plus still very good so uh, there's just a massive disparity in these offenses even with Jordan not playing here um i think it's well i think we can expect him not to play probably they're probably going to be a little bit careful with him he left the game early yesterday for people who didn't see that but i still think this Astros lineup is way better than what Cleveland's got and they have a slightly better pitcher on the mound Logan Allen, very, very good. Don't have anything bad to say about him really, but uh yeah, still just a better lineup, better pitcher. I just can't get the Astros down to even money.
0: Yeah, if you look at the money lines across the, the sports books in the United States right now, we have a couple of spots where it's minus one ten both ways. Uh that's the best price available on the Astros as we record right now, again around lunchtime on Friday. Uh, the other spots, they are up to 114, 115 on the money line here. So that's what we're looking at if you're price shopping around the Astros. Uh, despite Cleveland being at home, I'll just add this little nugget here. Uh, only They join only Kansas City and Oakland as the only teams in the American League without a winning record at home this year. So just because they're at home... They haven't exactly had a home field advantage this season as well. And I think that maybe goes to the offensive issues they've had this year, uh, Mo. So um, let's move forward here. Two other games that you wanted to touch on here. Not ones you're necessarily betting on, but certainly games that caught your attention. Uh, An earlier first pitch here, 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. The Texas Rangers at the Tampa Bay Rays. Obviously two of the strongest teams in the American League to this point in the season. For Texas. Andrew Heaney on the mound, 4-3 and three with a 4.03 ERA. And then Tyler Glasnow, no record so far this year with a 3.72 ERA. Uh, what caught your attention in this matchup?
1: Yeah, just a couple of big games I thought we'd talk about. Um, for sure, these are going to be games that the casual baseball fan is going to be interested in and and probably want to bet. As far as the the Rays and Rangers, obviously this is like the two best American League teams so far. Um, biggest thing I'm looking at in this game is going to be on the Rays' side. Just want to see what Tyler Glass now, where his talent level settles, basically. He's always been a guy who's been extremely dominating in the peripherals, and, and that's kind of been the case so far early on. Again, uh, getting absolute tons of swinging strikes and just not as many chases but people are just having a hard time even hitting the balls he throws in the zone he's always been like that has struggled sometimes to manage contact and he has a pretty hilarious uh, 7.43 xera so hmm. uh extreme amount of struggles managing contact so far according to Statcast, even if it hasn't shown up in his era yet so curious to see where, where that goes. Uh, 95 mile per hour exit velocity looks like it's probably the root of that, but yeah, I had this one, uh no value either way, not even a lean either way. Um, so no wager for me here, but, uh, if glass now still keeps struggling and the quality of these offenses, maybe we could see some runs
0: even in, uh, even in Tampa Bay's park. Best available price on the Rays in this one, minus 165 over at BetMGM. You can get in the mid 140s, plus 140s if you want to back the Texas Rangers in this one. And last but certainly not least, Mo, is the matchup between the LA Angels and Shohei Otani on the mound and uh let me pull up the other one here sorry i just lost my spot luis castillo great pitching matchup with the seattle mariners going on the road to los angeles castillo four and three with a 255 era shohei otani five and two with a 330 era in addition to obviously his offensive prowess in the lineup as well fantastic matchup i think this might be the best one of the day
1: yeah definitely a exciting one here um one that i'm definitely hoping the angels can win. They've been on a little bit of a streak lately for me, giving me just a, a little bit of hope on Yeah, a little the, hope
0: for the futures, man. A little, a little hope for the hope angels' hope on the ALS
1: future. Yeah. Um especially with the rangers losing DeGram, I'm I'm hoping yeah. they can make a run here, but anyways, in this one I had the Angels at minus 120. That's pretty much right where they are. So slight lean to the Angels at the current price since the Mariners are obviously with the juice, closer to even money. Um, Otani, I do have him rated a little bit better than Castillo. I don't know what to do with Seattle's offense so far because they've been struggling. But on paper, this is still an offense that's not too much worse at all than the Angels if even at all. Taylor Ward's been really bad obviously for the Angels and just like their supporting players even Mike Trout hasn't been as good as he has been in the past after a really good start first month or so. But they also have a couple of injuries in the Angels lineup. I'm seeing Anthony Rendon projected to be in there today. I think he's been missing a lot of a lot of games. But on the other side, you do have uh, Julio Rodriguez actually hitting the baseball lately. So um, one that I'm definitely going to be interested in and, and as a fan and as an Angels future is better, but I don't have a wager on it. But if people do want to bet this one, I would probably look at the Angels.
0: Yeah, Rendon played Tuesday and Wednesday. That was his first action since May the 13th. So he's getting back into the swing of things here. Uh, for the Angels, and we'd be remiss without at least mentioning where Shohei Ohtani is in the AL MVP odds right now as well as he's going on the mound and and obviously in the lineup as well. Uh, Minus 155 is now the best price on Shohei Ohtani to win AL MVP. And Mo, are you of the opinion of many out there that this is as simple as if he doesn't get traded, he's the MVP?
1: Yeah, I think traded or hurt... uh beyond that, he's going to be really tough to catch, especially judge just went on the IL. He was definitely one of the contenders. Um, other than that, it's, yeah, I mean, Otani is just so good. And he, his team is, is actually like in contention this year, or at least playoff contention. Um, and then you look at some of the best teams, like, you know, one thing that will definitely help some of these guys is, is being on the top teams, right? Like, the Rays, the Rangers, but these teams are more egalitarian type of teams where multiple players are contributing um on the pitching staff and the lineups so with how big of a of a push Otani gives his team compared to some of these other guys, like his marginal wins that he's adding are so much so much bigger right now than anything that anyone else is adding really because of where the angels are at in the contention curve. So that I think definitely helps perception of him. And obviously just being such a unique player is is pretty big because it's just hard to compare anybody else to him. So I I do think, I do think
0: it's definitely Otani's award to lose. If for whatever reason they do fall out of contention and you know, the, the trade deadline is until August 1st. So there's a lot of games between now and then, and they do wind up trading him. And again, this is a total hypothetical situation. He's not, if he gets traded to the National League, he can't win this award. If he gets traded to the American League, do you still eliminate him at that point? I don't think they would trade him. I think like the Dodgers and the Mets are probably the likely spots. But, um, you know, is he eliminated if he gets traded no matter what? I
1: wouldn't say no matter what. Uh, If he somehow landed in the AL, he might have a chance. Um, If he were to be traded, I guess you're Don Alvarez, but I don't know, man, he is going to be out for like a month. I'm hearing possibly with,
0: um, yeah, right now in terms string. of total war in the American league, Wander Franco, if this is fangrass war, uh, total war, Wander Franco of the rays is in first Marcus Simeon of the Rangers is in second. And then it's Shohei Otani 3.2, 3.1, 2.9, just for reference there.
1: Yeah, that's definitely the first name that popped out to me was uh, Wander Franco. Um, I guess that would be a name I would look to if we were to think Otani wasn't gonna be able to have a shot at this. If the have Orioles, you have to get them- to
0: your, you have to get to your sports book really quick if if Otani gets traded, right? Because that that mar- that number is going to move. He's thirty to one right now. Simeon's. Thirty to one at one spot, still mostly twenty-two to one. So I mean, you really got to be on the ball in this case because the books are going to slash these prices if Otani ever gets traded. And you mentioned yeah, something on the Orioles.
1: Yeah, you would have to wait till, like, you would have to you would have to see them start to sink in the standings, and then just make a make a wager way before the market moves. And then yeah, yeah. I was going to say maybe if the Orioles stay in contention, Adley Rutschman, uh, I could see him making some noise. I mean, they're just so surprising that people are going to want to latch onto the narrative of the Orioles being in contention out of, out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, for sure. I like it. Some names to look at there, but of course, if, if, if things stay optimistic for the angels, which we would be happy about as we're both holding angels futures right now, then, you know, Tani stays put. He's, he's likely the, the most likely winner here, obviously for AL MVP, especially as Mo mentioned with, Aaron Judge missing some time here. Again, minus 155, the best available price on Otani to win AL MVP. Uh, That price both at BetMGM and FanDuel. As always, you can find the best sportsbook promos at the lines.com each and every day. You can find Mo's thoughts on, uh, MLB every day here on the YouTube channel. So be sure to hit the subscribe button there, hit the like button, let us know in the comments, what you are betting on have a fantastic weekend for Mo Noir. I'm Steven Andres. Eli Hershkovich will be back from vacation to be back here, teaming up with Mo moving forward here for the rest of the season. We look forward to having him back after some well-deserved time off and we will see you next time. Thanks for watching.